All right, and we are live. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the weekend woke up call number two. I am Adam AF. My special guest today here is a man of memes, a man of mystery, a man of sex. Man of sex, man. how are you this morning? I, I am very good. I am a man of meat this morning. Man of meat. Oh, I forgot to turn the damn. I always one fuck up, right? <laughs> Wouldn't be a live show without it. That's right. Are you fixing it still? <laughs> All right, we should be fine now. Sweet. Is that better? No more. No more doubling up. We'll double down. Okay. All right. Anyway. So yes, you were a man of meat this morning. I I'm I'm loving this. Of course. Yes, I am the man of meat this morning. Mystery. I got. I need to. I need to lock on you uh, here. There we go. Yes, I need to see this beautiful burger <laughs> face. It's a burger face, and it it will improve once my uh, webcam gets here, and then it'll have a proper face tracking, so you can get my full burger range of emotions. Wow, that was extremely creepy. The way the the, uh, the bun perked up. It's uh, <laughs> my grips. really high. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you see, I oh. have lettuce. <clears throat> I am very cheesy center. Maybe a little mustard there. Some ketchup. And my uh, eyebrows are fries. And I'm pretty sure those move once I get my, my cam going. Then you'll be able to see my moving fry brows. <laughs> oh, I just want to smother you in ranch. <laughs> That's a very Midwestern thing right there. Yes. Yes. That it's is not everything where I hail from. That is basically what we do. We like to we like to season our ranch up too, you know, give it some Cajun seasoning. Uh, we like to mix it with barbecue sauce. Uh, there's now, actually a I, restaurant I heard some of the uh, ranchers actually came up with the dressing when they would rub it on the cows and they're like, "Wait, we can actually put this on food." And it was originally yeah. used to keep bacteria and ticks off of the cows. I honestly did not know that. This is a, you learn something new every day. <laughs> well, See, you're learning. You're learning right? false information right now. <laughs> okay, so maybe not take everything that we say to heart. We'll yeah, go with don't that. take everything at burger value. <laughs> don't believe the floating burger head. And this is coming from the meal deal right here. <laughs> Oh, so man, there was a lot, a lot that happened this week. Uh, I want you to bring up something first, though, something that you brought to my attention uh, here about a new hashtag that has uh, apparently taken flight on Twitter. Talk a little bit more about that. Yeah, so the new hashtag of the moment, which I found very hilarious. Let me get this up here. It is. Abled's are weird. And this is a collection of stories from people who cannot write, who actually claim to be writers, some of them, where they're talking about made-up stories where uh, people without disabilities have essentially knocked them down or asked them strange questions or just were being normal human beings. But somehow some of these things happen where it's basically disabled abuse. And Ableton are weird. 
For instance, this one, which is one of the top ones from MXK, should be drawing. That one time someone kicked my cane out of their path to get past me, sending my whole body into their path instead, and then asked me, after I'd barely avoided sprawling to the ground, well, why were you leaning on it anyway? Hashtag Ables are weird. Hashtag things that didn't happen. This one is one of my favorites, which is Jesus will heal you has got to be the weirdest one. It's always a little bit different depending on the denomination of the person saying it. I have a childhood brain injury. I've been a Christian for nine years. Clearly healing hasn't happened yet. Ablets are weird. Basically, that is not an abled person telling you that. That is a crazy person telling that if they believe laying on hands and tongue mutterings are going to heal a disability where you can't walk. Yeah, that's actually two completely different uh, things (laughs) there. Correct. But I guess Uh, that's actually kind of common in in the SJW world. They get a little off topic sometimes and they don't they don't really tend to have a lot of focus. Now, some of these, I understand, some of these are people literally in a wheelchair and so on does some joke where they're like, oh, you got the best seat in the house or, you know, things like that where it offends them. I can imagine that going on. But uh, like this person, oh, here's a not sad slash angry one. When a guy in class in college saw my insulin pump had a little clock on the top of the screen, he asked in awe. Does it play the radio? Now, mind you, I put the commas in there because there are none to be found anywhere in that sentence. And uh, an insulin pump is uh, diabetes, which I don't consider to be disabled. Um, You may have an affliction, a disease. I don't consider that to be disabled. That's, you know. I I would not not consider that a disability. Um, And it seems to range. Most doctors would agree. Yeah, and the range that they're going for, me having glasses, would be a disability. And me having to wear sunglasses in a sunny day, in a sense, would be a disability because I can't just look directly into the sun without burning my retinas. Whoa. So that's what I think I about need a that. handicap placard then because uh, I've had glasses since I was in like the third grade. So I should be parking up front at Walmart from now on, I think. <laughs> you and I do. And you know what? Use the handicap you stalls. Have, can... That's right. Exactly. The bars are there for when you're taking like a gnarly dump and you have to have something to grip onto, like a canoe and the Delaware Rapids. Those are really handy. I love those things. I actually had two of them installed in my own home um, just for added stability when I'm uh, thrashing my own toilet. <laughs> You gotta, you know, you gotta teach your throne a lesson sometime in the house. You gotta be able to be king of the castle, and it's a, it's a dominant thing about your house. You gotta dominate your bathroom and your toilet. Oh, if you don't take the belt to the toilet first, you're doing it wrong. You should, it's good to tie your toilet has to, the to be whipped belt. first. <laughs> you whip the toilet and then whip your ass. You know, if you're into that, you whip your own ass just to, you know, get the, get the, you know. Adrenaline flowing. It's to get the adrenaline flowing. It's to get the blood flowing to the rear. So when you sit down, the surface is nice and warm. You know, I hate sitting on a cold toilet seat. Oh, it's It's the worst. In the world. So, you know, you spank that ass a couple of times and it gets nice and hot. It's, it's, it's really wonderful. 
It's very wonderful. It's one of the best things you can do for your toilet and your own personal ass. Yeah, if anybody listening has never... Yeah, yeah, you, you, have, you have to have permission if you do it to somebody else. Just want to get exactly. that out there. <laughs> oh, well, none of this has anything to do with comics or anything, but that's good. That's good. <laughs> uh, what do you mean? All right. Yes, it does have to do with comics, and I'm about to draw the parallels right here. What do you do when you sit on the toilet? You read comics. Oh, I read comics. That okay. is one of the best places to read your comics. And just as if you yeah, remember the favorite. South Park episode, where they had the sue Oh, thank you for bringing that up. Yes. If you turn around and sit on the toilet the correct way, as Lord Harrington has chose, that you can prop your comics back on the little table on the back of the toilet. Yes. And I'm so glad that uh, the Butters, he knew the whole time. It, it, it displays the genius that Butters actually has. He's the closet genius of that show. Of course. He, he knows everything that's going on, and he has a very moral standing. He, he's a moral compass to the world. That he is. He's kind of lost his way in the recent seasons, if, you have, if, you've, uh, if you've been keeping up. A little bit, yes. He's, he's been getting he a little degenerate. <laughs> but he was paid off by oh. Mr. Zuckerberg. So it's okay, because we're all kind of paid off by Mr. Zuckerberg a little bit. No, a little bit. I actually don't Facebook. No, me neither. I've deleted pretty much. I think the only Facebook-related app I still have on my phone is Instagram. But honestly, I'm oh, not is that a is that a Facebook-related app? Yeah, Facebook owns Instagram. They own the, the Messenger app. Not the iOS Messenger app, but Messages, it's called. Um, that's what their next push is going to be, is towards the messaging platform. And that's why they find iMessage to be the uh, direct competitor to Messages and Facebook. They actually find Apple's iMessage system to be a direct competitor to Facebook rather than Twitter or anything else. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's the next space they want to push because through messengers, it's where everyone talks, which means it's the most where they can collect all the data. And of course, they're trying to, you know, make it act like, oh, this is a two-step authentication system where it's completely secure on both sides, which they also own WhatsApp. And they bought that for a power move, of course, owning WhatsApp. Because that was supposed to be end-to-end encryption as well. So anyone out there, if you're uh, using WhatsApp, they're probably uh, saving your conversations. Oh, hey, that's there's a good tip. And you heard it straight from the burger's mouth. I'd actually believe that one, though. Absolutely. You know, it's end-to-end encryption, but, you know, it's <laughs> it's on Facebook servers. And then, we, you know, as more and more time goes on, we find out how much Facebook actually uses our data and saves it and distributes. So... Well, now I want to delete Instagram because I liked, I just, I actually just downloaded Instagram because everybody said that's where you find great artists and I'm trying to find a great artist. You know, I'm trying to launch my comic book uh, label here. And so I I downloaded Instagram to try to find great artists. Now you're telling me I need to delete Instagram because they're going to be, you know, selling my information to people. Well, somewhat. It's like the, the difference between Instagram is I'm sure it's still listening to you, just kind of like some of the other Facebook apps um, where they actually give you suggestions or you'll 
they'll use geolocation trackers as in if you're going like you walk by somebody and this has happened to me once i was at a bar with my wife and i walked past this person i kind of recognized their face because i think it was a friend of a friend of a friend and i saw him once at a party not five minutes later we were sitting down at the table outside and i get a facebook notification saying you should be friends with this person and it was literally the person i just walked past that i kind of knew and it already knew that I may know this person through the friend of a friend, and I was just by, passing by them. Like, it literally suggested that person is the top choice. Now, Instagram doesn't have as much of that stuff, and Instagram is a good place to find artists. The issue I have with Instagram is that um, it doesn't always properly... Um, it, it's hard to find, uh, like, feedback from people on Instagram. There's you just post and kind of let it go because I'm sitting at, for instance, I'm sitting at about 4,500 followers on Instagram and I'll post something and maybe two to 300 people see it. It's very vapid. Which is why, you know, it can be a good place for artists because it's all about aesthetics. But um, you, you don't get as much feedback as something like Twitter. <laughs> Do you really call that feedback, though? Yes, and you can at least have a conversation on Twitter. Like, for instance, um, well, any video I post on Twitter will get about, you know, three to 400 more views than I post on Instagram, and I don't have, uh, I have a tenth of the followers on Twitter. That's just a good example, just, you know, for insight, oh, if okay. you ever follow that stuff. So it's... You know, where where I see Instagram, you know, succeed the most is people with uh, cat or dog Instagrams. Like, I have a cat. My cat's Instagram has, like, 8,000 followers. And she oh. actually gets sponsored, <laughs> which is kind of funny. What? Yeah. <laughs> She's been sponsored. Your Same cat thing with my has dog. been sponsored on Instagram. My cat has been sponsored on Instagram. Yeah, we got a really cool. She got sponsored by this one company. I think it was called. I think it was called Cataton Creations, and it's this essentially it's just ground to floor pole, and then you can put these module like wooden planks, and it's a cat tree, and it's very modern. It's like very. It's like a bamboo cat tree, and it costs upwards to like three hundred dollars. And she was actually sponsored, which is interesting. Okay, but first that, of all, Catatonic Creations. Yeah. I love it. Second I know, it's of an all, amazing company. What does it, I have a question for you then. What does it feel like to have a pet that's more famous than you? I don't care. <laughs> I've directly benefited, you know, no matter what, because the pet doesn't have rights. You know, I don't have to pay the pet out. So if she gets... <laughs> If my cat gets um, sponsored, it's just less money for us, especially if we find a litter or a food that's willing to sponsor her that she'll actually like. Like, why not? It's just, you know, less expensive for me to pet, pay for the cat food in the litter. So it's not a big deal. Um, I'm not so very... Actually, so they work out in your benefit. Yeah, exactly. I, it's, you know, and my dog's sitting at about 5000 and I started his like a whole year after mine. It's just, it's kind of rough when you, if you have an angle or you have a personal thing that you're putting on Instagram, such as your own art, it's a little bit harder than things that are just surface level. 
Like if you're just putting a picture out there of something that's cute, it, you don't even have to think about it. You're just pressing the heart, you know? And that's yeah. where you want to be on Instagram is you got like three to five seconds to catch someone's attention on Instagram. It's shorter than anything. But on my so personal life, likes. Correct. It, it, it is. And as I said, when you're posting stuff, you'll get some feedback back and forth. Some more than others. Some people have a lot more than others. I don't get as much on mine. But Twitter, you can actually have a conversation. You can post videos. You can have topics and suggestions that you're covering where another person can add in on it. That's why I find more in, interesting in Twitter, which is funny. I've had my Twitter since 2012, but just started on it probably at the beginning of this year. See, I'm kind of in the same boat. I've actually had my – I signed up for mine in 2009, I think, to try to win a radio contest locally. It's something like that. And uh, and it, it, sat, it pretty much sat dormant for years until, I don't know, maybe I, – I started casually using it after I got rid of Facebook, uh, you know, like three years ago. And mm-hmm. I use it basically to follow, um, you know, celebrities and movies and news and basically basically use it as a news feed. Uh, you know, with, I didn't have any actual like people that I knew on uh, on Twitter at all. Um, mm-hmm. And then within the last year, I'd say I actually started using it and, you know, like promoting myself and trying to be a little bit more vocal and getting involved in things. And um, I mean, I went from at 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 january 1st of this year i finally hit 100 followers and i was like oh wow it only took me 10 years to do it and uh now i've got like <laughs> three like 360 or 380 like it uh it's jumped up uh like a lot just recently and that's, that's just awesome, from interacting man. with people more well, the, yeah, and that's the interesting part about Twitter is that the more you react to people and actually it's based, your followers are based on conversations you have and what you put out there and the content you have. Whereas, as I said, with like things like Instagram, you post, it sits there. There's no back and forth. You are the top person in that conversation. Anything underneath is kind of just filtered out. It's more similar to like YouTube where the video is the main importance and then there's comments underneath while a comment can be popular. It is not the main focus or the content of the conversation. And that's why I find Twitter to be more important. Now, Twitter, it's funny that you said, you know, you follow some of the celebrities and things like that. I have actually done the exact opposite. I've gone through and pruned all celebrities. I'm like, well, they're not actually going to have, like, except for a few, like Donald Trump, I'm going to, of course, follow because why not? It's hilarious stuff that comes in um, and a few select <laughs> people. But all in all, I've actually pruned all celebrities off of my Twitter because I'm like, I'm not going to actually have any interactions with these people probably ever. So anyone that I'm not going to have a conversation with, um, I'm likely um, just going to take off. So the people I actually have on now are, uh, you know, a lot of people in comics gate, a lot of people or, you know, artists that I like their art that I'll actually have a conversation with. Um, I've cleaned all the uh, vanity from the top of the list, essentially. Because the interesting about Twitter's algorithm that a lot of people don't understand is uh, it, it definitely procures the messages and tweets that you find based on who you're following and who you're talking to more than anything else. So it, it's yes. kind of like a, you are what you eat. And I would know because I'm yeah. meat. <laughs> Heard it from the meat's mouth. Right from the boiker's mouth. 
So do you want to talk yeah, about I've noticed... stuff? Sorry, I didn't mean to. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's no, that's fine. There's a little bit of delay. I've been trying to work with it and it's almost impossible to time. But um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um for I did want to comment there. Yeah, I have noticed uh, what you said about Twitter's algorithm that it uh, it highlights people that you interact with because and I've done the same thing that you've started doing now that I have actually started gaining followers is started trimming off the like oh god I don't want to listen to this person anymore like I finally mm-hmm. removed Gail from my from my yeah. followers because like for a while it was just so much fun oh my god this this woman is insane and now it's just to the point where it's, it's just tiresome and it's just annoying because. I think the woman just sits on Twitter all day long. The amount of tweeting that she does throughout the day, it's no wonder her comics are trash. All she does is sit on Twitter. Yeah. Well, and then they, of course, have the issue that every company is having the issue where they're trying to please everyone that they can please no one. Right. Yeah. And, um, and I did, I've actually noticed also that uh, as my followers increase, it seems that my, the visibility of my tweets have also increased. Um, <laughs> i I troll posted on um, a Bounding Into Comics um, article about uh, Kelly Sue DeConnick. And, um, and like, it was, it was still getting, like, views, like, four days later. It was, it's probably, like, my highest viewed uh, tweet in history. And it's just a complete troll tweet awesome. about my, Matt Fraction <laughs> not getting laid. <laughs> I had one where, um, you know, Titiana or Tatiana McGrath? Yes, yeah. Book, yeah, the, the satire that a lot yeah. of people don't understand. I had to do my so research one of my on that biggest... because when I first found it, I freaked out. You're oboing out a little bit. Oh. There you go. I think well, it's okay let me see now. if I can... You're, you're good okay. now. So, uh, yeah, one of the, this um, one guy actually fell for the, uh, the trap of Tatiana McGrath and said, oh, idiots like you on the left and blah, 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 blah. You're, you're effing stupid blah 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 and i'm like he has an irony deficiency and that thing blew up and was like retweeted like 400 times oh and that's so brilliant <laughs> so because uh, uh, i i'll admit i almost i will admit i almost fell into that trap i found one of her posts one day and was like what and like i started reading through her like feed and i was like what <laughs> and did a little research and found out that it's it, it's all just it's all just satire. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. Yeah, the it first was a big giveaway, sigh of relief. Always take a look at their avatar and then click it and make sure it zooms in. You you'll see that it's a horribly photoshopped image. Um, same thing with her buddy. <laughs> I forgot what the other one was. Where it's just basically this photoshopped soy boy with some with like glass hipster glasses and everything. You'll see that it's actually a badly photoshopped image and the lighting doesn't match. If you see that, you're typically, you know, you're talking to a parody account and that's coming from a burger. <laughs> that's good advice. <laughs> hey, we've got, uh, we've got Soyboard Panboy in the set, in the chat. Uh, hey. Oh, I'm not seeing that for some reason. There he is. Hell, Soyboard Panboy. Look at that. We got one listener. I just tweeted out if it was too crowded in Caesar stream, you should come over and hang out with us. Well, Soyboard is a, he's a pal of ours. Yes. I recognize him from more campaign. Yes. He, um, he and I made a 
Oprah's book club version of Caesar. That I'm not sure if you've seen that meme yet. Uh, I don't know if I have. <laughs> Let me find you a link. One second. It is worth a. Uh... It well, it, we were talking about that. Um, you know, now if we can, it, it, this might be a good segue into comics. Um, there's some people in Comics Gate where they feel that um, if they don't get on Caesar's show, that their comic is basically kaput and it's not doing any well. And what we say to that is you shouldn't be basing your entire comic in your Indiegogo funding based on if you get Caesar on Caesar's show or not. Like it should stand alone on itself if it's a good product. Well, that's 100 percent true. And so we created the meme of uh, Caesar, uh, Caesar's book club which is essentially a photoshopped image of Oprah with Caesar's face. Ah, here it is. <laughs> yes. Here, I'm going to post. Oh, I guess I'll just share my screen. That's the best way to do it. All right. Does everyone see that? <laughs> yes. So, you know. Oh, yes. Now, see what we have here is we have the blame work campaign, which is what people should be doing. And we have Cyberfrog, the original, which I actually just purchased one of these off of eBay, thanks to Serena Sketches. She pointed out a $10, like almost mint Cyberfrog. I think it's pretty mint. It looked pretty mint. Cyberfrog, first edition. And uh, Jawbreakers from your boy Zach. And we have the beautiful Caesar here radiating as a sunbeam does. Glorious hair fantastic hair. I really got to say Caesar stepped it up since he's, you know, got that Cyberfrog money. He's really stepped up his <laughs> hair game. Uh his makeup looks great. His earrings, I believe, are uh Louis Vuitton. I might be wrong on that. I am a uh, uh, those fashion, do look Louis Vuitton. Uh I am a fashion swine and I believe his dress is uh designed by Oscar De Laurenti. And I may have even pronounced that incorrectly. But uh, uh I think that was spot on. I, I might be spot on there, and it's a nice orange, you know, because orange is the color of creation. It's the color of a creative person, which Caesar is a very creative person. Yes, it is. And it is also the color of the sun, which he is radiating as. He's the human sunbeam. This is wonderful. This is top work right here. He's radiated so much that it's turned Jean-Luc red. If it, and that's why his uh, avatar is now red. It's because he's been burned by Caesar's sunbeam. Is that it's why a, his avatar turned red? It's just a little mythos into the background, but yes, yeah, that's why his avatar turned red. He was very white at one time, and now he is a uh, red avatar. Wow. See, that's actually something I didn't know. Yeah, well, I always <laughs> wondered how he got so red complected. I thought it was his temper, but uh, I, I didn't know he'd. Re I didn't realize he had stood in the light of Caesar for too long. Well, the tear in his eye there, too, is also the, uh, the elation that is coming from him it is a happy cry because he has seen the sunbeam and he has been burned. And he is now happy because he has the red skin of the from Caesar. So see, and uh, I thought know, that was a prison tattoo. It wasn't a prison tattoo. No, no. See, oh. it's, when everyone gets incorrect, it's it's all Common about it's the layers. It's the layers. <laughs> Soyboard says. Tell him who needed the skin augmentation. Um, <laughs> the funny part about that Photoshop is I actually had to bring Ethan's skin lighter in order to match uh, Oprah's skin. 
which, you know, it's kind of funny. Wow. She had some good lighting there. So I think that had a lot to do with it. It's the bright lighting. He does not always have stage lighting like she does. Oprah can pay for that kind of lighting. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, yes. Yeah, so speaking of comics, I think you wanted to speak about uh, Neil. Old yeah, Neil. <laughs> Neil Adams. Poor Neil Adams. I I got to meet Neil Adams at a at a at a con here in St. Louis uh, a few years ago, and he's an interesting guy. He is definitely one of those people who uh, he doesn't he doesn't pull uh, his punches. You know, he's an honest guy. He's just going to tell you what he thinks. Uh, Mm -hmm. and, and this week, um, apparently, uh, he, I I guess he, he didn't, um, he had never heard of Comicsgate or the fact that, uh, there's a whole like subculture, um, going on. That's taking a stand, you know, people that have been blacklisted like Mike S. Miller and, uh, and pushed out of the industry like Caesar. And did he really not know that this was going on? Do you think mm. that's the case? Well, the man's, what, 77 now? Correct? I think. Uh, yeah, I think I did. Yeah, I think I looked it up and it, he was, yeah, 77. The thing with that is, well, one, he doesn't really have skin in the game by this point. If you think about it, <laughs> average life of an American is 76 before they typically die of either heart disease or cancer. Um, he's in a position where his spot will of course be opened to a younger person in the comics industry. Um, by this point, anything that's happening will likely not be affecting him. So what makes me think is either one, he's just not paying attention or two, he acts like he's not paying attention, which is, probably more likely what it actually is because any 77 year old person I know is a well-read person and they're constantly reading and taking in information, but I might be wrong. That's uh, that's typically what typically what the men of that age do. They sit around, they read, they, you know, they gossip, they sit at their, their corner bar and drink their coffee. But yeah, like I just, I feel I just I don't quite believe that he had no idea what was going on. So, but apparently this week he uh, he decided to open his mouth about it, and we've seen in the past how uh, that tends to go when creators open their mouth about Comicsgate or you know anything anything to the like. Well, that was obviously of, of a fake way again. he said it. He's like, well, I've heard that what... people in the comics industry are losing their jobs. And then he's, that was the setup. And then he's like, oh, I looked into it. No one lost their jobs because of their political beliefs. That was a bait and switch. Yeah, in about, a, in about an 18-hour time frame. Yeah, was, well, it's a little a, slower. A tweet somewhere, and now I can't <laughs> find it. That is uh, Boomer Prime age. That is like verging on the edge. It's definitely a boomer, boomer prime and boomer prime, you know, time moves a little bit slower when you're boomer prime. So 18 hours is about, that's pretty fast actually, you know? Well, What's that's actually, Betty that's White's what I mean. Term? I think it's, I think it's, I think it's actually uh strangely fast because it was, you know, 
he opened he he first tweeted out at like it was little after midnight on the 12th Whoa. so you know the old man he's up late midnight you know he's or he just got yeah. up in the morning either or oh that's he could he could have just gotten <laughs> he could have just been starting his day that's true well you know uh, that you could here. be you know having to get up go to the bathroom get some coffee 12 a.m maybe go out in the garden then, get a good then, start then on the that's day that's when he decides he was like i'm gonna get on twitter i got some exactly. i got that's some things I need to look up. We got uh, Hail Right Kitty. Hail Right Kitty. So, I, well, I think... Apparently... Sorry. I was trying to open up the tweet here, and it uh, did nothing. Uh, did anyhow. you delete it? No, no, no! I had it. I had it screenshotted. I tried to open the oh, okay. screenshot, and uh, it was just like a fail. It just that was that noise. It was that was the noise of failure. That was clever that you got a screenshot, and I, I think that's what a lot of people do is get screenshots now because this stuff disappears. So oh, it disappears very recently. quickly. Yeah, and I, I think like Tug usually keeps a good file of screenshots. He's probably the master at it. Pan also keeps a good file of screenshots of things. Um, it's a good thing to do. I know uh, Jack Dorsey, I know they somewhat brushed on the topic in the Joe Rogan podcast that taking screenshot pictures of Twitter or tweets can be an issue or a bannable offense, but we'll see what happens. How can they really prove that? Though? Exactly. Yeah. And how can they prove that it's you that that took it either it's it just kind of dumb you know somewhere that i mean that's that one seems like a that seems like a stretch well a lot of them are stretches like targeted harassment for instance the phrase targeted harassment there is no such thing as harassment that is not targeted otherwise it's not harassment you're just some crazy person yelling in the wind at nothing at an invisible person there's no such thing as targeted harassment that's that's a dumb statement <laughs> it's <laughs> it's redundant if anything it is all harassment is yeah targeted. it's redundant because it exactly all harassment is targeted so i i think what they mean to say is repeated harassment of somebody for the same category or subject matter that you're constantly now that makes know, more sense somebody. but that would define the word harassment which is usually finding something and picking it over and over and over again till the person explodes or creates an action of something from that person Due to your effects that you're causing. <laughs> I see a talking burger. Is that real or am I just tired? That is right. You see a talking burger and you are not tired. Oh, no. That is very real. It's a very real talking burger. And soon you will see my fry brows move. Whoever created this brows. talking burger. They Whoever created this talking burger is a genius with the fry brows. Because it's not only, it's a pun in itself. I know, it's perfect. It's, it, it's, uh, that's a good, that's an all around good one. And you oh, said, I really wish I would control this damn tweet up, but it is just apparently <laughs> refusing to open up the picture for me. Let me see if I can. I bet you he didn't delete it. He didn't, he couldn't, like I said, he couldn't, I mean, even if he did delete it, it's just that for whatever reason, I can't open 
the picture. Just open the damn picture computer. There we go. Work with well, me, not I'm, against me. I'm hearing Here that are. certain creatives are not getting work because of the Republican political views. I hope this is wrong. We are creative community, not a political party. The very thought that the blackballing for political reasons happens would just be plain wrong. God, people use some commas. <laughs> not that hard. To be fair, his so, art was always better than his writing, but yeah, yeah, it is what it is. It's like the doctor's writing is illegible unless you're a pharmacist kind of situation. Yeah. But yeah, this, and, this this tweet, like, I don't understand. Like, why would you like? He's waving a flag. Yeah, and I can't exactly. decide. Like, was he trying? You know, you you brought up the point that he is kind of an he's an older man and. Uh, Maybe he's trying to generate some relevancy. Maybe he's trying to, you know, virtue. Maybe he is trying to virtue signal. Well, a hundred phone calls later, of course, uh, he would use phone calls and wouldn't message people. Or, well, no, I, I believe that he probably has like a rotary <laughs> phone. Yeah, he probably brought out his old uh, rotary phone and his his uh, Rolodex and called all of his friends in the industry. Maybe Mark Wade was one of them. He's Mark Wade's like, no, no, none of that's going on here. And I haven't found any talented artists or writers who don't get work because of their political views. Wah, wah. I was pretty thorough, and I could be wrong, but I just can't find it. I hope all in our biz do well. Love you all. Really? You can't find anyone who's been fired because of their political views. Person, not a single person in the industry. You could just talk to a single person uh, around LA who's not even in the business, and they've probably been fired from, uh, you know, Starbucks for political views. Yeah, and that's the sad truth of it. So, I call bullshit. Yeah, I'm just this whole thing. I just don't really quite understand what he was, uh, what the whole purpose of that, what he was going for. Um, and this coming on the heels of what happened earlier this week that I wanted to talk about was the um, that Claire, whatever her name is, going after Dan Panosian, the the female Furies cover. Like I looked at that cover, like without any lines on it. It's pretty clear that it's just a. It's just a cover, you know, they've got the focus point is on the center. And then Claire comes in and draws all these goofy lines on here. And she goes, oh, look, it's pointing at her crotch. Look at the strap crotch, the cooch strap. <laughs> and it's like, you're the one pointing that out. Nobody was looking at her cooch strap before you pointed at it. Well, cooch strap, um, I guess Spanx would be a form of cooch strap in a sense. I don't see what's wrong with cooch straps. Sometimes you just got to hold a little more in. You know, men have straps. They have, you know, jock straps. You know, sometimes... That's right. There's nothing wrong with a little strap usage. Yeah, sometimes you got a little more movement down there than you expected, and you need to hold it, you know, in place. You need to obey you. That's what the point of belts are, so that your pants obey your waist, and you strap it yes, down. Yes, it is. Yeah. So there's well, no reason you can't strap down the cooch or the crotch or exactly. or the taint. It don't matter. 
you know, if you need to lock it down, lock it down. Yeah, lock down that cooch. So if you're locked, you know, speaking of outrage, more outrage stuff, did you see the thing about Brie Larson with the makeup in the trailer? I did not. Please enlighten me. I love hearing about Brie Larson and her tomfoolery. All right. Let me see. You know, I'm not completely read in it. But well, then essentially, let's, we will educate ourselves together. Yeah, let us educate ourselves. It, it, I remember the general, I saw the screenshot, and essentially they're freaking out because Brie Larson has makeup in the, was it, is, what's the new title called? It's Infinity, correct? Uh, uh, Endgame. Endgame. Sorry, Infinity was the last one. Endgame. Uh, it's the trailer for Endgame, and she has makeup on in the trailer when she's speaking to Thor and everyone's like, why would she have makeup on? She is in an apocalypse right now. Why would she wear makeups? Which to my response is they put makeup on dead people. Why wouldn't they put makeup on a human being? And if it's the last day on earth and it's the apocalypse, why wouldn't she die looking good? I think Johnny Depp even wears that much makeup when he's just getting the newspaper at the end of his driveway on Sunday. Uh, yeah, you'd be 100% correct on the Johnny Depp assertion. You know, makeup's not a bad thing. I thought we were all about, uh, you know, being able to do whatever you wanted to do. So I guess someone just has a makeup aversion, maybe an allergic reaction to makeup, to which there are makeups out there for people like that. Oh, so she's, you, know, you think that she's actually offended by the makeup itself? I think she's offended by the makeup itself, not Brie Larson wearing the makeup. Um, uh-huh. And Soyboard actually came up with a very good theory that he actually thinks they're going to probably edit the makeup off of her face in the trailer, you know, because of course they're going to appease whatever outrage comes. That they're likely probably going to Photoshop the makeup off of her or edit the f- makeup off of her post. What's your opinion on that? What do you think? Uh, that is a complete logical thing. Um, from what I know of Hollywood, they do everything in post these days. Um, you know, basically the whole yeah. movie's done in post. Uh, yeah. So, you know, the, you know, I can see them easily taking off and putting makeup back on, you know, just uh, wherever they please. We might even see a trailer of her in blackface. You never know. <laughs> well, that's the kind of makeup I think someone would be opposed to is Shoe shine makeup, which I guess that could that could ruffle some (laughs) that could ruffle some feathers for sure. But you know, but it's something they could they could just do in post. But no, I do um, I do think that that is uh, so I can see them doing that. The way that they appease or try to appease everyone these days, they uh, really kind of pull out all the stops. So something as simple as uh, makeup removal and re removal. I'm a, at a loss for word. Yeah, I'm at yeah, a loss for word re-read. right now. <laughs> yeah, I just went a little re-read there. Um, no, that I I I'd stand behind that. That makes sense to me. So, soy boy says uh, suspenders are like bungee cords for pants. Of course, that's a little delayed here because we were talking about strap-ins before and strap-ons. It all come from the belt, I think. Stra- the belt, you know, you got the suspenders. Uh, you know, they they would appease SJWs more. They're, you know, they're a little more flexible. They're a little loose. Well, that's the interesting thing about straps is that they can be strap ins. You can strap in something, 
You can strap on something. You can strap down something. It's almost covering all the prepositions. There's not a strap left or right that doesn't work. Maybe a left strap, right strap on a backpack. That's the interesting thing with the word strap. Is you can do strap up as well. I've yeah, you strap up. up. Before. So you strap up, strap in, up. strap down, strap on. It's got a lot of the preposition. You can't I've strap never strapped. Through. I've never strapped on before, but I've seen people do it. I guess putting a belt through the loop would be strapped through. You can do most anything with a strap. It's one of the most versatile objects known to mankind, I believe. Wow. Another great fun fact from the Burger Mouth. From the man of meat. So I, I also have another nickname on the screen. Oh, what is that? Um, I might not want to say it on your stream, but you should go ahead and watch the last war campaign. They say it a few times there. Um, um, which they I, took the last stream down. Of course. <laughs> Then I won't say it. I'll, I'll send it to you in messages. <laughs> but there is... Uh, okay. I know they're working on getting some t-shirts together, so there's going to be some merch out there for War Campaign soon. Uh, myself, I am working oh, on sweet. a Jizz uh, Nasty t-shirt, as well as a uh, Gaper Bee yes. t-shirt. Which, very, of course, nice has to well. be in purple. Oh, uh, Soyboard actually said uh, the name in the live chat, if you take a look at that. Um and <laughs> oh, hey, that said is it a, a few times. <laughs> that's a that's a good nickname. That's a. There may be a T-shirt a for that one. Sir. I feel like that would actually be a great T-shirt. Maybe <laughs> pants. Thank you, Soyboard. I appreciate that. <laughs> Maybe a belt. No one does belts. We should have belts. That's funny. You have all the th of all the things that get said on on streams like. The things that get taken down sometimes, I really scratch my head over. Like, really? You can't say that. But yeah. Well, as soon as you get mine, I'm not going to get into it because I'm not going to. I was going to say, I don't want to try to get this video taken down, so I'm not going to go into a rant uh, spewing all kinds of obscenities. Well, it's not going to. The only time it gets taken down is if you're doing any. It'll get marked for adult. Uh, content before it will be taken down what you got to worry about is when you do monetization because then you're up next to the people who are paying for ads and that's what will get you taken down okay so they don't really care unless you're actually making money so i'm not making money yet right. so i can pretty much say whatever i want yeah essentially and that's like you know when jesse does his stream you know, we've said some horrible stuff on there. If you ever watch Jesse Miller's stream, I do. I do love tuning into Jesse Miller at the Crow's Nest. <laughs> yeah, it's a great. You know, you know, you know. There's a call out. You go watch Jesse Miller in the Crow's Nest. It's awesome stuff. Um, some cool people on there. Usually, uh, pa I think it's Passion for Drawing. Yeah, usually Passion. He's, yeah, he's usually doing some great work live. Like he did great. Uh, he did this awesome avatar, avatar for Aldis. While we were on the last one together. But it's been quite a while because I can be a little bitch sometimes and go to sleep too early. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Jesse's streams do tend to go for like, you know, six to eight hours into the morning. So, yeah, I can see it's 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 been difficult for me sometimes. I'm like and I'll, I'll get up the next morning, go get ready to go to work and like look at YouTube and he's still streaming. I'm like, Jesus, yeah. don't people ever sleep? Jesse does not. I don't think Jesse sleeps. 
He's a. I've uh, heard that from men. A hard-willed man. People. Yeah, he's a very swarthy, hard-willed man when it comes to sleep. The Sandman does not get him down. You gotta, you know, you have to be that way though as a pirate. You know, pirates exactly. really don't get to sleep. You gotta be up and awake. You gotta be able, be able to watch and wait for raids. You never know when someone's gonna raid you. Mm-hmm. And you gotta be you gotta on your protect game. your back hole at all times. Exactly. You always gotta protect your back hole, your little cannon, your cannon hole. Your protect your cannon hole. Protect your poop deck. <laughs> it's a gaper be gaped world out there, man. You gotta. It is. And you Check definitely don't want to be. You don't want to be the gaped. You want to gape. Exactly. Yeah. You want to be the one doing the gaping. Exactly. I mean, I guess unless you're you're a woman, then maybe you do want to get gaped, and that's that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> There's plenty of men who like to be gaped too. Yeah, it's, and straight men too. Yeah, straight straight gaped man. Yeah, you know, just because it has the word "gay" and "gaped" does not mean it's gay, kids. Correct, and that is that is a very important lesson that I think uh, we should all take away from this stream today. Gape is... all the back holes, exactly. Yes. Soyboard <laughs> <laughs> knows what's going on. He does. Thank you, Soyboard. Now, um, oh. did you uh, did you um, make your deposit to the new Cyberfrog, like I did? I did, and I even got my sister to back it, which I thought was nice. double cool. And she's not, uh, like, she's not a huge. She reads. She's a big reader, but as mm -hmm. far as the uh, like novels, that's not her first, her first choice. But I've, you know, as a responsible older brother, I've done her turned on to the good stuff. You know, give her good things to read and check out. Awesome. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, I, I I pointed her this way, and she and she this is this is also uh, her her first foray into a crowdfunding, really anything uh, from what I understand. Um, so she was kind. Of, she was like, she got on. She was like, what, what am I looking at? Why is there, why is there, why is everything different prices? And I was yeah. like, and you know, I ex I explained all the all the tears to her and everything. And uh, let me get my. See if this will work. See if we can make magic happen. I need a. I need a producer. That's what I need. I'll have to show you how to set some stuff up. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've been able to switch all this without using any of the Google Hangout. Uh, I know. I noticed that, and you're making me kind of jealous. It's... <laughs> you people that know what you're doing, I feel like. I'll I'll be completely honest. YouTube, this is like this is new. Uh, for me, hundred percent. Right, just make sure you don't dox yourself here. <laughs> uh, no, I need a browser, so I, uh, you know, okay, I, cool. I do pay attention. I listen to people. I listen to people's streams, and I listen to the Good. things that they say. I take all the tips that I can get, because, like I said, I'm a pretty noob at this, and I'm a boomer. So yeah, you guys, uh, boomer alerts. Yeah. yeah, I know. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, so Cyberfrog, Blood Honey, third print variant the last chance to finally get on board for this and i will say this is the first chance that i've had uh to back this book uh i'm a i'm i'm a noob also to the comics gate scene i've only been around for really a couple months so i missed out on a whole bunch of stuff uh honestly so i have been bugging ethan uh pretty hardcore about reopening this campaign i'm definitely one of those guys that he was talking about 
uh, and he finally did it. So yes, I definitely I am getting my my deluxe package of Cyberfrog third print, the fist bump variant. God, I love that fist bump. That's epic, epic. Yeah, it's pretty. Awesome. So yeah, I, I I also turned my sister on to it, and she backed the deluxe because I I told her uh, what was what was up and and how everything worked and what the different tiers were, and uh, yeah, look at old Bill, oh Bill Quentin. Uh, I asked uh, so Ethan on the live stream. Yeah, so she dropped. She dropped. You what? I didn't mean to interrupt you. It, it, it just—I saw Bill, and it gave me a flashback. Um, I asked him <laughs> if this took place before, or after Monica Lewinsky, and he said, "Oh, leave after." Ooh, so this is a very this is a more stern Bill. This is a very charged Bill, exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I'm super pumped about this book, though. I mean, God damn, that artwork just looks astounding. But I'm pretty sure both of these, this page here, the, the cityscape he posted the black and whites to, this is a two-page spread. And, oh, Kyle Ritter, you My evil one. Well, which, by the way, I might as well bring up on this stream, uh, you know, I believe it's Kyle's birthday coming up soon. Um, really? A, yes, there's a particular vaporizer that he's interested in you know some people may or may not agree with vaping but this is something that kyle wants and uh i've talked to jesse and we might be starting a little paypal pool to go purchase it and maybe send a little birthday gift his way oh absolutely you've definitely got to let me know about that because kyle's awesome i actually was just gonna dm him the other day because i'm pretty soon i got a little extra money coming up i've been been having skipping lately but um, he's got that wish list on Amazon, you know, that he's got all that stuff on. I was going to DM him and be like, you know, what, uh, you know, what, give me something in particular that you're really, you're really missing. And I was going to get that for him. And I didn't even know his birthday was coming up. So that's, uh, mm -hmm. that's doubly cool. I'll definitely throw in to, uh, get him a nice vaporizer. Cause, uh, I smell, I'm old fashioned. Like, I mean, this has kind of got to be obvious, you know, at this point, I'm an old fashioned <laughs> kind of dude. I'm only 30, but I'm going on 62. Um, I smoke good old fashioned cigarettes, yeah. you know, the old fashioned tobacco, you know, real, real bad for you, that kind of stuff. So I don't really agree with the vaping, but good for him. He wants yeah. to go that route. That's awesome. Uh, you know, I got well, he's friends and family that do it. And he is, a, he's a little younger. Yeah. Apparently I'm like right on the cusp, I guess. I yeah. like just missed out, but um, like an yeah, that's, that's cool. Ooh, what's that? Xennial. Gen X, -X millennial. Gen X millennial. I didn't know that was a thing, but I like that way better than people fucking calling me a millennial. It's called the Oregon Trail. Uh, it's also called the Oregon Trail generation at the same time. <laughs> it, it's, it, you're I love that game, so I'll, I can get on board with that. Yeah, you're essentially young enough to still know about when uh, toys were metal and could kill you, and you didn't have the internet, and having the internet. <laughs> That's my uh yeah, like when you had to go outside to play. Yeah. When toys could kill you. Like literally toys could actually kill you, or like merry go rounds. Yeah. I think they've stripped all merry go rounds from playgrounds now. Which sucks because it's one of my favorite things. But of course everyone gets injured on that thing. Uh we definitely still have uh merry grounds uh outside here in the St. Louis area. And uh I've already flung my small child off of it. So yeah, be careful with merry go rounds if you if you find them. <laughs> 
He loved it. He had the time of his life. Mom was screaming. Soyboard lost four teeth on a wooden teeter totter, he said. Oh, yeah, see, like that's very pretty. (laughs) Oh, God, yeah, they are. But yeah, like that's, you know, we used to get hurt playing outside. You know, my buddy, uh, he broke his arm and his leg, opposite sides, left arm, right leg, playing American Gladiators on the swing sets. That's the way to do it. Yeah, you know, that was that was real playing. But yeah, you were saying what was uh, you started saying before we got distracted about your your favorite page here. While I've got this up here, what uh, what was it's your favorite one. of these preview pages? I think it's the one with the honey in the sky with Salamandroid. And it's one still one of my favorite ones, one of my favorite uh, panels. Uh, maybe it's not on here. He used to have it at the top. It's it, no, it's the, you know, the one with Salamandroid, was... and this guy's like orange with, with the blood honey in the sky or the the combs. You know which one I'm oh, talking about. Oh, that is. I think that's the. I think that's the second print cover. Okay, yeah. If I'm that not one. mistaken, I thought that one was awesome. Just I love the. Uh, this was because uh, I had seen most of these except for this guy. This one here was my favorite, where he, he's locking in the armor. And and yeah. the gun's coming out of his arm, and that's just the you know, the, the helmet. Yeah, and like the helmet, you know, the helmet clacks down, you know, kind of like uh, Iron Man Hulk Buster style, and the gun comes together and blasts. That's just ooh, that's just good old fashioned action. I love it. God, I can't wait for this book. It's gonna be some fun stuff. I can't wait for Bigfoot Bill as well. Is another one I, I I am my hands on some big him because that we should be seeing pretty soon if i'm not mistaken well the thing with doug is he's not just a comic book writer yeah the thing with doug Doug is all-around artist like if you've ever looked at some of doug's filmography and things like that he's got everything from video games to claymation to all kinds of interesting stuff if if anything doug is a full representative of the gen x like art style Kind of like Tool had in a lot of their claymations. If you've ever listened to Tool, yo, oh, yeah, I love claymation. That's like one of my favorite things, and that's something that's completely disappeared with CGI. It's just too time sensitive. And, oh, and Right Kitty says, "I can't wait for the good night." And oh then, yes, yeah, and then Soyboy and Panboy, okay. both of those, and I'm also excited for Vestige and Rainbow Brew. Yes, Vestige and Rainbow Brew. Yeah, there are future projects that I uh, that I can't wait to see. Vestige is for sure one of them. Rainbow Brute is going to be a is going to be a good time. That's going to be one fun co- one fun comic book. And then um, uh, what else? We got you got John Luke's got a couple books that he's working on right now. I think um, what Adam Fist is the first one that he's got coming out of the pipe, or is it Fireball? Hmm. I don't remember. What I'm most impressed about John Luke is the point that he's basically learned how to illustrate in a year, and he's doing a damn good job at it. That's yeah. what I call. That's I what I'm saying. Like books so far. I know he's got. I know he's got. Uh, I know Fireball's one, and I know Adam Fist is one. I can't remember which one's coming out first. But yeah, his artwork. He is. He's. He's damn good. I mean, I can't do that kind of shit. Well, I call uh, John Luke the busiest man in Comicsgate because I believe he is. He's everywhere and everywhere. Uh, uh, and everyone I, at once. 
He gets, and I, I feel bad for him because he gets so disheartened because he's one that every time he tries to do a live stream, Caesar starts to stream. And as we found Absolutely. out this morning, if you plan a live stream, Caesar's going to stream over you. It's just, it's just going to happen. Yeah. So and you just got to make, you just got to make peace with it and move on. The big fish. He's, he's good. He's a good, yeah. he's good on the air. He's got a great personality. Absolutely. You know, his, uh, all the different voices he can do. He's, uh, he's kind of a rent. Uh, right, Kitty says uh, Lady Alchemy looks fun, and Fireball is John Luke's thing. Um, I also backed Lady Alchemy, and I was actually asking Martina yesterday. I had some questions about the tarot cards because I was looking at those more and more. And I thought it'd be interesting as a piece of artwork uh, if she's going to do any foil versions of the tarot cards. Oh yes, because uh, you we were talking about that yesterday about doing uh, uh, foil cards. You've got yeah, the, uh, you, uh, you, uh, you do some work with uh, game cartridges. Yeah, for a period of time, I was selling custom game cartridges where I would uh, spray paint them and like uh, reverse ombre of like one color or the other. It's not such a fancy mm -hmm. term, reverse ombre. And Ooh. I would uh, take an artist like one of their favorite pieces, and then I put a foil, which is you know like if you remember Pokemon cards or or Chrome. Uh, reflective surface of their artwork and put it on the cartridge as like a Game Boy cartridge. And I took the actual like labels from a Game Boy cartridge and like copied it. Where it would have the ISBN number or whatever. Well, no, ISBN is for books. Whatever the registered serial number for Nintendo games was. And I would put that. Yeah, on I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you the name of that, but And I had made one custom cartridge for someone's like Pokemon Red version and replaced the battery and then Made like a custom Charizard, like cartridge for it, and they were also keychains. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool, and you know, turn it into a keychain. That's even if uh, <laughs> that was the um, issue. <laughs> well, not yeah, it's like an actual keychain. You know, a lot of people like those collectible keychains, though, then that are big and gaudy. Yeah, they'll put it on. Backpacks. They like to hang them from their backpacks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Their yeah, or just like the rear view mirror or something like that. So it worked that way, and it was called cart graffiti, and I did that for a little while. I also did my own personal artwork that I had up. I always, I always prefer foil stuff. It's just one of the mediums I like. I would print it either on foil, and then send the print to them where they could frame it, or I would print it. Uh, I did an aluminum sublimation process where you actually put it on. It's a, a slab of aluminum essentially. It's really cool, and I always did the art in a square format. So it's wow, that's really neat. Yeah, it's cool stuff. I had it in a, you know, a local bakery, and things like that. But I don't really sell my artwork anymore. Um, some of it sold out, and I just stopped. And then now I just make videos for fun, video artwork essentially. And I wanted to talk to you about is uh, you know. I wanted to learn a little bit more about you. Like, what do you got going on? I figure you're some kind of artist. Um, do you have any, well, any, you know, like, what are you working on these days other than uh, anything other than your videos or that's just your focus right now? Um, it's kind of like this. Is, a lot of this stuff is I, I'm here to back the creators and the artists. Like, I've backed a lot of projects so far in Comicsgate. Um, I'm here, you know, to fight the fight because I think the outrage culture is outrageous. <laughs> um me myself i don't have any projects now i am actually a developer with react which is a javascript so 
my, I have my income set. That's that's my job. I'm a coder essentially. Um, this is more of an uh, artistic outlet for me to do stuff and have fun. My friend, however, um, who doesn't really use social media at all, I'll be in a source sent a uh, representative of him. If you ever take a look on my live streams, his actual name is 69, <laughs> spelled differently. So it's 69 Man Sex. He actually is in the process of writing a book right now that is actually being edited by a comic skater. A pretty oh, oh, awesome. well-known one that actually has a book out already that's been funded. Uh, oh, intriguing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's but, awesome. Yeah, there's just so there's so much great stuff coming out of this group. It's it's amazing. Yeah, I love it. it. There's a lot of amazing art- artists. There's a lot of hard workers. Um, yeah, uh, Soyboard says Dinosaurs and Samurais looks fun. I agree. I also backed that. Mike Murphy, he's great. He was on our stream. Um, we actually had that. Um, but yeah, my friend is making... Do you remember the um, Illustrated Classic series? Like the Time Machine and things like that? I'm not sure if you've ever... Yeah, very much. Those. So he's doing one of those type of books. It's essentially... It's kind of a graphic novel. Like, uh, we're probably going to do a full page color on the chapters. But most... It's going to be, you know, text. You know, black and white art and stuff like that. And he actually has already found an artist... And he's currently working with them and in an editing process. Once we get things more laid out, we'll probably bring it out to the public and, uh, you know, present it a little more. But until then, right now, it's kind of working under rasps. No, yeah. Yeah, I I get you. I'm here for the memes to have fun, talk (laughs) to some interesting people, as far as I'm concerned. And you are a mighty meme master, I must say. Thank you. Yes, uh, but you and uh, Betty Bright Eye are by far my two favorite memists, I think. Betty is, uh, I would say, a lot more refined than I am. I'm more of the, what the hell is that? What am I looking at type of person? That oh, yes. <laughs> I'm not, you're, you're, you, you guys have very different styles, but I love that. I love each of your styles because, yeah, she is very precise. And, and uh, you know, you can tell, like, she puts an awful lot of work into what she does. I mean, did you see – you saw the um, – Yeah, Blackpot is also a, a great meme maker if you've seen his stuff, as Slayboard was saying. Oh, yes, he is. Yes, Hail Blackbot. He's an awesome uh, meme maker. I actually – made him an avatar i'm not sure if he's gonna use it or not but i thought it was pretty cool <laughs> i just had it for fun because i like making like 3d robots let me see if i can bring it up on my screen real quick sure hey we got rj from critical blasts in the chat what's up rj he said that uh awesome. betty worked on the book cover to gods and services which is uh one of the books he's got available right now on indiegogo this dude we got to, i sat down with him uh last weekend and we talked he's He's actually trying to come back to the Arch City neighborhood, um, and he's a little underfunded, so he's got some stuff for sale that you can get your hands on right now, and uh, and help him get get back home. For fun, I've also talked to uh, speaking about Kyle previously. He has his yeah. Amazon list, and he has a uh, he ha- he loves his Italian figurines. I'm not sure if it reminds of him a home. Or whatever, but I, I I talked to him only using Italian figurines off of Amazon. 
and <laughs> in different poses and such. Okay, here it is. Here's the avatar I made for Black Russian Bot. I think it was pretty fun. Just nice. like a <laughs> low res 3D rendering. And of course, Twitter compressed the crap out of it and it's getting all fuzzy up here. But I'm not sure if he's going to use it or not, but I think it's cool. I like that. I like that. <laughs> and I'm always up to making avatars for anyone else or videos, you know, just message me, guys. I'm up Yeah, to... and you've uh, you're sporting the uh you're sporting the wand pool. Uh I am. Yes, I am a uh, I am definitely a part of wand pool army. Yeah, I actually uh he's going to he's going to do me and my son. He gave me he's 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 giving me a uh a twofer special actually it's and all that money goes right to the campaign which is which is awesome which is sweet yeah because i um i backed that campaign as well and then i did the avatar just because it was too good to be the man of max and they did a great job on my avatar see i like man of max but i i was kind of thinking one of sex was going to be the one to to win it one of sex man of sex yeah, it could be one or one, one of sex. <laughs> but, I, you know, I'm good with either. And then there's also, of course, my other nickname, which cannot be said on live stream. Uh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, just, we'll leave that uh, hidden in the chat. We'll now. leave that to Pan to say in Slayboard. But, yeah, I'm planning <laughs> on getting this burger way better and up to par once I get a good... Uh, cam coming so it can detect my fry brows and my eyes and you'll see a more animated burger next time we speak that's awesome so we'll get to see uh we'll get to see burger face 2.0 exactly you'll get to see burger face 2.0 that's but, great and this this is this was what the uh, the tease was the weekend woke up call number two first appearance of the man of meat the man of meat exactly so, and for so everyone out there if you want to dox me you can find me at checkers between uh, <laughs> between 11 a.m. and sometimes 3 a.m., depending what you have smoked or not. You know, if it's legal in your state, you don't want to break the law, but that's where you can find me. And that I'm does in. look like a checkers burger. <laughs> Those you aren't know, checkers fries, though. No, they're not. And actually, uh, here, Arch City, they we call it rallies. Oh, yeah, rallies. It's rallies in the Midwest. They pretty much stripped yeah. all checkers near where I am. Yeah, we don't have... You've got to travel uh, a little... You probably have to travel 30 minutes to get to a, a rallies or checkers, as it were, from where I live. There's... Yeah. Uh, they're, uh, I don't want to say low-income areas, but they're in low-income areas. <laughs> I don't want to say this, but it's the truth. Yeah, it's just how it is. Critical Blast, as you said, I thought I saw you at rallies. Yes. Sometimes oh, you yeah, find probably. me at Five Guys, too. Yeah. There'll be a little more to me at Five Guys. Sometimes you'll find an egg on me, but not today. <laughs> oh, yeah. We should... Next time we'll have to do a brunch burger. A brunch burger. Exactly. Yeah. This is a morning burger. This is my morning burger look with my fry brows. Mm, good and sloppy too. Look at all that mustard and mayo in there, all coagulated oh, yeah. together. Mm. <laughs> Hope everybody had a good breakfast this morning. I had a scoop of uh, birthday cake ice cream and a scoop of strawberry cheesecake ice cream. It was delicious. Nice. That's a good, delicious, delicious breakfast. 
That's how I like to start my day with a good, good boost of sugar and coffee. <laughs> I have not uh, had breakfast yet, but I have partaken in coffee. Got myself a Starbucks oh. double shot, which is the drink Very of nice. men. That is, I am just a straight, I, I've got my Maxwell House original and oh, I nice. brew it on extra strength and I just put mm -hmm. about a, just a little dash of sugar in there and we're good to go. Yeah, I actually use an espresso machine myself or actually all of my coffee machines, except for my espresso machine are essentially manual in a sense. We either do French press or we'll do like a percolator, but they're all I was gonna pretty say, much you said, fashion manual. You said, you said machines, like, do you live in a coffee house? <laughs> no. Um, like I have a coffee pot. Like that's what I have. Yeah. It's, uh, there's it's not old, a coffee pot in my reliable. house anywhere. There's <laughs> a, I have a, a Gaggia espresso machine. It's called the Gaggia Classic or the Classic Gaggia, which is an Italian espresso machine that is pretty awesome. Um, has a nice head on top of it because sometimes I just like espresso. And then if I want coffee, I usually do a French press or I'll do the stovetop percolator, which is the, uh, Biati, I think it's called. I'm gonna get a uh, I'm gonna get a pan in here and go. Wow, wow. <laughs> I'm not sure what how pan is as the coffee man. Pan the coffee. I man. would I would assume because he's an outdoorsy guy, so I would bet he's a straight black. Probably a straight black off of the stove, off of the fire top. Yeah, that's, Playboard's yeah. gonna fry you know, some got bacon. The <laughs> Ooh, that sounds delicious, actually. And then Riot Kitty says, I haven't had anything today. My body is so sore from work. Oh, hail Riot Kitty. I feel you there. This week felt like the longest week of my life. I don't know why. I, I kept blaming it on the time change last weekend. Yeah, it's horrible, that time that change. Just, it is just terrible. It's terrible stuff. They need to just leave the damn clocks alone. Critical Blast had a similar uh, breakfast to you. He did an ice cream and cap and crunch. Ooh, that's good. That sounds like a good combo right there. Ooh, that is a good combo. It's coming from because the ice cream kind of seeps into the Captain Crunch and softens it up a bit, but not too much. It does sound really yeah, good. Yeah, that's nice. Looking at this burger, mm -hmm. I mean myself, looking in the mirror, <laughs> I kind of want a burger myself now. A breakfast burger. I might do a little see, egg. See, we started talking. About... Oh, yeah. See, and now, now I'm thinking... Nobody else is up yet. I might uh, take the initiative here after we get off stream and do up a full breakfast for, for the missus and the little one. I think we need a show where we just talk about breakfast foods <laughs> for like 30, can, 40 minutes. <laughs> we can do that. I'm, I'm, I'm up. still looking. I'm still looking for a Sunday morning stream. So, you know, if we want to do comics breakfast, that's not a bad idea. Go. Comics and breakfast. Yeah. We can talk about breakfast foods which are the most superior foods in my opinion agreed and comics they'll probably be i would say if i were to put it in a ratio giving everyone you know proper math numbers out there it would probably be 80 percent food to 20 percent comics uh that's probably real honest talk right there that's <laughs> just like the it's, you know what though we're gonna bacon. bring in an entirely new crowd we're gonna we're gonna grab this whole food crowd yeah. And get them on board and then be like, oh, yeah, P.S. Comics. P.S. Comics. Psst, comics. 
Exactly. Uh, so Soyboard says, uh, pick out which breakfast foods heroes eat in comics and then make your own version. That's a little high on the production scale for me. <laughs> That's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, that'd be that while that is cool, maybe you should take some initiative. Maybe there, when uh, we're scoreboard. maybe when you're monetized or something. Or my yes. channel. Whoever's monetized channel first, and then we have a little budget to work with something like that. Yeah, you know, like I said, we get to the point where I can quit my day job. I'll I'll give you whatever kind of YouTube content you guys want. I'll spend all day on YouTube for all I care. Yeah. It pays the bills. I'm good as a co-host because I don't want to quit my day job. I actually like my day job. <laughs> do you? Can I? Can I? Can I ask what you do, or is that uh, too much? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I'm a, uh, a React developer, which is actually a Facebook library for. Um, we're a contractor of federal government, and I develop apps. Uh, through the browser. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no. I actually carry a security clearance too. Which is cool. Lead with that. What'd you say? You gotta like lead with that kind <laughs> of thing. Like, you got a security. You got That's how you gotta start things. I look at it kind of like it's just like a social security card or a license, but you know. It's not the most important. You gotta if you if you you can make that into something. <laughs> I just gotta slip it in there at the end and a security clearance. But yeah, it, it it's cool stuff. Um, I really like my job. It's a lot of fun. Now I can't I can't really That's give out awesome. names of places or things like that. But well, you know. of course, yeah, yeah. No, no, but, that's that's awesome. I was I was. You know, I'm just I'm a curious guy. I like I like to learn things about people. And I understand you can't tell me where you work, but finding out what you do, that's I, I enjoy that kind of thing. It's uh, it's it really fun stuff into your mind. Yeah, I've actually thought of possibly even doing a show where I teach basic level JavaScript to some people. I think it'd be beneficial. I think there's a lot of really creative minds in comics, and I think they would actually segue pretty well. I mean but, that'd be really awesome. I mean, uh, you I'm know, sure helping helping people helping people out. <clears throat> that's a uh, that's kind of what this whole community is based on. You know, we got each other's backs. Yeah, exactly. And, well, and that's the issue I've seen. You know, if you go and try to learn coding online, which I've seen a lot of people try to do, they'll use like Udemy or Lynda.com or things like that. It can be really hard sometimes because videos can be you know coding moves so quickly. And if they don't give you a good foundation and basis, basically you look back and everything's going to be deprecated just on the stuff you're working on. And then you'll not actually learn and you won't be able to keep up with the changes as they release them. So that's the issue I've ran into. I, I'm, I've been pretty good. I, you know, I have had a few people I actually taught uh, myself to do JavaScript. And they've done decent. I'm not saying I'm the best teacher. I try to boil stuff down to the most basic things and try to describe things in non-scientific terms in a sense mm -hmm. and try to break it into like a physical thing. So like if I were to say, well, I guess I'll just teach you a little thing now. So with JavaScript, it is a object-oriented language, which means an object, which is a data type, is essentially a combination of a label 
and the thing that the label holds. So it's like a filing cabinet. You have your sections, and inside the file, you have the papers. And that is essentially what an object is in JavaScript. Wow, that is <laughs> incredibly complicated. <laughs> really? <laughs> I told you, dude, I'm a boomer. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, it helps a lot more. Uh, <laughs> it's just so man of sex thinks he's the best teacher confirmed. No. I'm not. <laughs> I am not the best teacher. I am a hamburger. Well, cheeseburger, actually. I am a cheeseburger. I, sorry, I lied. I am not a hamburger. I am a cheeseburger. Uh, That's right. right. Get it my, right. Dad, my dad's trying to become a teacher. That's awesome. We need some good teachers. There's a lot of bad teachers out there. And then com Critical you know Blast. Go ahead. Go on. Go on. Oh, and then Critical Blast said, I once had a TS clearance, but I never saw anything cool. Yeah, it's about where TS, I am. What's too. a TS clearance? Um, I'm actually not sure what a TS clearance is. Top security or top secret clearance, I believe. Is that what you mean, Critical Blast? So I haven't seen anything that cool either. It's just kind of part of the job if you're working with the government, if you're seeing any sensitive data. Yeah, top secret. Oh, That's what cool. Soyboard says. No. He's got a top secret clearance too. I uh, I did have uh, clearance to get on the Air Force Base for a while because I was a landscaper. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's a, it's, so you know the deal. It's that kind of security clearance. It's like you might see sensitive information. They want to vet you and see if they can trust you to not, you know, sell it to Iraq or <laughs> whoever our enemy is at the time. You know, they do. My I work in sales. So, you know, of course, all my clients, you know, names, phone numbers, addresses, all that's, you know protected um and they like to once a year they give us this like this quiz it's you know a little video quiz and it's they're trying to like goad you into uh well would you give this person's information out is basically you know what they're trying to get you to to say yeah. obviously obviously you know not to do that and these this yeah. test is really uh it's it's kind of funny because you do it once a year every year and it, it's yeah it's these silly questions they were like well you know, would you tell this person where this person lives? Like, no, of course not. Would you reveal this person's name? No. Like, it's not really anything, you know, the, the test itself. It's not, you know, any idiot can, can answer a test right. But it's more of exactly. a, it's more of a, uh, man, I'm just terrible at coming up with my words today. It is early in the morning. You did have ice cream with no carbs. You had one of those keto breakfasts. <laughs> well, I don't true. know. It has sugar, so it wasn't too keto friendly. I need a, I need a burger for brain food. <laughs> anyway. Um, I had something else here that I wanted to bring up. Did you have anything else while I sift through my notes? Not particularly, no. I'm actually getting kind of hungry now, so. I don't know. We've been sitting here talking about food, and I'm like, God damn! Now I'm like, I, I honestly hungry. think it's a good a uh, a good show that we should do is about food. Yeah, let's uh, let's talk a little bit more about that uh, off air. Maybe get something together for tomorrow morning. Probably not tomorrow morning, though. I gotta take a somewhat of a break. I've been going at it every morning. So, oh, okay, <laughs> that's cool. That's fine. Well, then uh, we'll get something together in the future for sure. Sounds good. Yeah, we'll right, talk cool. more about that. 
My significant well, other uh, shakes the Northrop satellites. Interesting. I almost worked for NASA at one period of time. They actually had an app where they were developing, where they you actually have to track, um, like trash, space trash, or just flying objects in space when they're launching satellites, etc. Because the speed that a screw or something is moving in satellite in orbit of Earth will actually penetrate through a satellite and can completely scramble it and ruin the whole project if you don't properly oh, wow. track all those things. So essentially what the app was supposed to do at the time, this is a while ago, I think they've even changed it since then, and it's public-facing, is that it's supposed to track each piece of trash in orbit of the Earth and basically have like a coordinate. But of course, the Earth's flat, so none of that matters anyway. I think that's <laughs> I was just gonna project you down. beat me to it, damn it. <laughs> uh, like it doesn't matter, it's all flat. It's all flat anyway. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, I say let's end it there. Uh, thank good. you guys for coming. Um, you know, we're gonna hopefully do these shows at least every weekend, start putting up more content, hit the like button, uh, subscribe, share out, go over to Man of Meat and follow him like him follow you know subscribe is all his stuff's in the uh, description i even linked your uh instagram in before you told me it was useless <laughs> <laughs> well thanks anyway uh anything you want to uh add keep it just nasty everyone keep it just nasty thanks everybody for coming we'll talk to you soon